Does it happen often with you that you want to disagree and it's somebody very close to you? It could be your mother, father, sibling, spouse, but you're not able to do that? Do you want to learn how to compassionately disagree? If that's something that you'd like to learn, that's exactly what I'm going to be sharing here in the next few minutes. Stay tuned in. This is Dr. Gopika Kumar, your communication and mindset coach. Let's get started with finding this out right away. So to compassionately disagree. I myself learned about this, you know, something which was a recent phenomena and I fell in love with the concept. I said, this is something that I'm going to be making use of often now because it happens with most of us that we have a different point of view from the others and that person could be very close to us. It could be a very special, a very close friend. It could be your own parents. It could be your own spouse, kids, anybody around in your family, in your colleagues. But you do not want to really disagree because it raises a point where you are, you know, creating a moment of argument and you don't want to spike up a situation like that. Now here is a situation that I'm going to first take this moment to explain on what is happening right now and then how do we learn to deal with this right away. So here are two set of people that we need to first of all understand who are there in the frame. One is you and the second is the person that you're speaking to. Now both of you come with completely two different world of perceptions. When I say perceptions it means the way that you're reacting personally to situations and experiences in your life. So your perception can be very different from the person that you're speaking to. Even if that person could be as close as to being your spouse, husband or wife or your kids. But the way that they're perceiving the entire experience on what they are being able to confront could be completely different. Now here is something first of all to understand, there's nothing wrong in keeping up two perspectives. First we need to accept that for ourselves and then only we'll be able to do something about it. When you start respecting the other person's opinion, you'll also start respecting at the same time your own opinion as well, isn't it? Now if you want to respect each other's opinions, here is what we are introducing you to the term which is compassionately disagree which means that your intention is not to disrespect or humiliate or put somebody down your intention is to just assertively be able to put your point of you know point of view across that's all that you really need to do so first of all I want you to imagine a situation like this now there could be a situation where you're having a team meeting now this colleague is extremely close to you and you're wanting to express something but you know you're thinking too much that maybe he or she may mind and take it to their heart and so you end up not disclosing and discussing the same in that specific situation. Now here is how you would like to use this for yourself. I'm going to now lay down a few key important steps which will help you to compassionately disagree in this specific situation. The first in this very you know situation here is to put yourself into the shoes of what we call as active listening. So without you paying a heed or attention to what your listeners actually wanted to share with you, it's absolutely wrong to just say out your point of view. It happens with me often when I want to say out something without my team even getting a chance to express themselves out 
and I'm just speaking my mind because that's how I want the things to be, then, then I'm only able to speak my world of perspective and I'm not really able to hear their perspective at all, which means that there is going to be disagreement, there is going to be an argument, there, there's going to be an unpleasantness and it's definitely not going to be a healthy state of emotions. And what we are talking about here is building an emotional stability. Now for doing that, the first very idea to really get that, you know, completely triggered into your system, which is active listening. Put yourself into the shoes of the other person and see where are they coming from. I could easily put myself into a situation, let's say, if I'm speaking to my spouse and I first need to understand that, you know, what was the entire day like? What was the whole situation like? First, understand the entire spectrum and then only say out or accuse or complain of saying something that you felt extremely hurt. So that's the bigger picture, which means that we need to understand the other person's point of view as well. The second way of the second step, in fact, on compassionately being able to disagree is to carry that level of empathy. Now, I've seen a lot of people whenever I use the word compassionately disagree, they say, I'll disagree and that too with compassion. I said, yes, but what's wrong with it, right? With compassion means that you're just bringing that element of warmth, that empathy, that you do care about their opinion as well. That's about, I mean, that's about it. And disagreeing is not about, as I said, disrespecting. It's about being able to say out what you completely believed in. And that could be your point of view differently, you know, from the other person's point of view as well. So here is where you need to put in your empathy into place. And that can be seen, by the way, it can be seen in your facial expressions, it can be seen in your eye contact, it can be seen in your smile in the way that you're going to speak to them. So that you're able to really reach out with that intent that your intention is not to hurt them. So I could be speaking to my kids, you could be speaking to your parents, but your intention is not to hurt them. Your intention is to be empathetically trying to understand their point of view and then give a logical, rational reasoning to how, uh, how you seeing things, you know, for yourself in that specific situation. That's your second most important thing to do in being able to compassionately disagree. Let's talk about the third and a very interesting one, which is to create that moment of respect with politeness in your voice. Now, here is something that I want to assertively say or aggressively say I've completely changed my tone of voice there was a hoarseness in my voice there was you know that angry that frustrated voice which wanted to make sure that I'm able to put my point across come what may which means I am taking a stand aggressively but if I'm assertively trying to say out something which means I still have enough words in my mouth I still want to let you know that there is a different stream, different different specialization, different job that I want to do altogether. But I just want you to hear me out once. I just want you to hear me out that how did I arrive at this decision? That's assertiveness and assertiveness does not come with any amount of frustration on becoming angry or becoming, you know, agitated about your stream of thoughts. That's your very third idea. So bring that in by speaking politely and that politeness can actually go a long way in helping you build up that strong relationship with your listeners as well. The fourth here 
and it really helps me a lot because every time I'm trying to clarify an argument, you know, we constantly put ourselves into a situation that is, you know, this is how I would like it to happen. I disagree with this. I am not in alignment with what you're saying. The more I'm saying I, I'm actually stammering I, I into my own visibility. And that's exactly what hurts the other person's ego much more than what you're actually trying to say. What is it that we need to avoid when you're compassionately disagree? When you're compassionately disagreeing, you could be using an eye, but only in after you have been able to put your ears into active listening and say that, yes, I did hear out on what you wanted to express. But here is something that how I look at things from my perspective, and I'd like you to give it a completely fair and a non-biased look as well. When you do not stammer on your eye with a lot of agony and with a lot of you know, pride in your voice and you're saying it only after you've heard the other person's point of view is where you'll be able to compassionately disagree and also be able to maintain the emotional stability as well. If you're enjoying it so far, here are some more ideas to make sure that you can continue doing the same thing, which is to find a common ground, first of all. So there is a point of argument, right? So let's say if there is a point of argument between you and your clients and they're not being able to come to terms between you know, what you had asked for in terms of what you're going to deliver, you need to first find a common ground. That what was the common ground? The common ground could be the kind of values that you and your clients carry. And those values could be timely delivery. Your values could be sticking to your you know, terms and sticking to your words. And those could be the values. So the moment the disagreement happens and you bring in you know, all those conversations in place where you say that before we actually disagree to each other's point of view, I also want to highlight that there were a lot of common grounds on which you know, we were able to meet up and have this conversation all together at this time is where you highlight that, you know, our set of values really match up together. We know that, you know, somewhere deep down, we are all working along the same line and we have the same work pattern and that's why we are together. But having said that, that doesn't mean that, you know, we are going to be agreeing to every other thing as well. We just need to have an opinion and be able to respect to that as well. When you're able to create that harmony and create that common ground, gain that space, be able to create that moment of time where you do respect what you have in common, where there are no disagreements, it just helps you out in your specific situation to make sure that you're creating more balanced emotional well-being for yourself and for your listeners as well. If that's something that you've been able to relate to, here is something that I'd like to highlight as my last very suggestion, which is to have an open dialogue. And when I say open dialogue does not mean that you're screaming and you're shouting just to make sure that they're being able to hear you out. An open dialogue is where you being able to give enough time so that they're able to give you enough time as well. Where both the parties are creating a win-win to make sure that they've heard each other out and there is an element of empathy that they would like to understand each other rather than just emphasizing their point of view at all times to come. 
when you get into a state of open dialogue i can tell you by experiences whenever it has happened with friends and colleagues and professionally in fact even personally i mean even if i was to speak and have an open dialogue about it along with my family members on issues which are extremely important to me it has never fallen back on me it's always and always given me the right results but just remember that this open dialogue should always be restricted to two people at one point in time because an argument usually rises up when there are more perspectives and more opinions so the more number of perspectives that there are in the room the higher are the chances that the argument is still going to continue but the moment you're able to find your peace with just two people sharing the two perspectives and trying to align them to is where you'll be able to find your solace and be able to resolve that as well with a lot of compassion i hope you were able to find out some ideas for yourself on how to create that moment of compassionate you know well being for yourself for your emotions so that you can disagree with people without hurting anybody else's feeling as well in this very series where we are sending you out lessons on how you can create emotional stability for higher self worth and self esteem and listening to the same as well for the moment this is dr gopika kumar signing off for the day